Hi, everybody, and welcome to B-Squared C, a podcast celebrating the stories of women of color in the corporate world. I am your host, Nancy, and I hope everyone is safe and sane wherever you're listening to this from. So on last week's episode, I got exposed to a world I am not so familiar with, uh, parenting. My guest, Miele, and I actually started off with a very different plan, wanting to talk about inclusion and diversity work that she is a huge part of it, um, where she works. And one of the reasons she pours her heart into it because it's preparing a world she wants her kids to live in. And once we hit on the kids, we did not come back from down that road. It was a beautiful conversation that was a meditation on parenting while black and successful and the privileges and the challenges that come with it. The rest of the week, I was uh, thinking a lot about this topic of parenting and other related life stuff like marriage and partners. Um, And I talked to many of my friends about it. We all have in common being professionally ambitious and chasing our dreams, but we also fall on a spectrum of opinions and experiences on all of this personal life stuff. The conversations had me thinking about where I stand on all of this. And as a successful, ambitious professional woman, it all comes down to one age-old question. Can women really have it all? Let's get into it. First off, I want to say it is hella terrifying to talk about this topic uh, publicly like this, especially because it's not a very rosy part of my life. These are conversations that I'm privately having with a lot of my friends and we commiserate about it all the time. Um, And I know that so many women in my position, um, perhaps more so of my generation of millennials, are turning over these ideas in their heads every day. So I decided to go ahead and share my story. Um, And here goes. For most of my life, I have found myself in a constant battle with societal standards and limitations on who I should be and what I can become um, as a woman. And I've built uh, my life purpose uh, around this. I thought I was reasonably successful until I got to examine my own biases, especially around my personal life uh, more recently. Turns out, despite all my empowerment to talk, I actually hold some deeply internalized uh, traditional views and messages about womanhood, marriage, and parenting. Somewhere inside there, I think by now I should have had the husband, the kids, and the family. And even though I don't act like it, this is the place I mentally operate from on this topic. And I've had not the most uh, deep conversations with my parents about this, uh, but, but when they've happened, it's just them not understanding, you know, my African parents not understanding where I'm at in life on this um, at all, because to their understanding as well, this is what I should be doing now, right? I'm 30-something um, and stuff like that. And I had to identify a feeling that I do not feel great about. It was that I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed that I'm failing so hard on this front. Um, and it's such a hard pill to swallow. And I'm working on it. And I realized that 
working on it is really about reframing the question of having it all. You see, women having it all is something that has always been a conventional checklist or has been associated with a conventional checklist. So you have the career, the partner, uh, the kids, and the home. And we have been boxed into this definition for so long. Well, my follow-up and meditative question lately has been, what really is all? Can we redefine this? Or rather, can we let women define this for themselves? There are plenty of women out there making different choices every day that are not on this checklist. So to not have kids, to not get married, to just like live their lives how they want to. And just because it's not on this checklist does not invalidate their definition of all. And I think what I'm striving for is to figure out what my all is. I'm not there yet, but I did decide my all involves two things. I would like a partner and I would like to be happy. Let's talk about the partner thing for a bit. Short version of this is that my dating life has been trash. To the point that I sometimes truly think I'm not going to make it in these dating streets. My friends who are in relationships um, just love living vicariously through me and my stories about this. Um, and in fact, I have now benched myself from dating for the rest of 2020 because it's like really rough out here. Jokes aside, long version is that, well, there are many layers to this experience and it, it is complex. Um, and well, nobody has the formula, right? But there are some things that happen to me that I especially influenced by being an ambitious, uh, successful professional woman. Um, and that's what I want to talk about for the next couple of minutes. In a conversation with some friends uh, where I was asking them to introduce me to single guys that they know in the network, they all exclaimed that they did not know anyone who they thought was good enough for me. Apparently, I'm difficult, also that you think. And from this discussion with them and other experiences, I realized that I have a perception problem. When I was in college, I used to be nicknamed Mama Africa because I took care of all the African kids. Uh, one of my favorite things was throwing Thanksgiving dinners for us because we did not have a family to go to when all the Americans went home. And I remember one explicit conversation about um, how some of them could not believe that I can look so comfortable in the kitchen and just throw it down um, right after they seen me crush it at presenting my genetic study project, you know, at school. <laughs> and my question to them was, why can't I be both? I have found that people tend to conflate my professional and personal selves and really do not let women in general be multidimensional. Everyone sees this badass woman crushing it at her professional and personal uh, um, personal dreams um, and conjures up that first, I must come down really hard on people in my personal life. I mean, yes, I hold people to a high standard of decorum um, in, you know, 
being part of my life. But I think we should normalize that, right? Secondly, women, people then assume that I don't need or want anybody or anything in my life. That is also not true. I am not some unicorn woman who has needs that are foreign to this world. Sometimes I just like really want to wear sweatpants, drink wine and and color with someone. Um, People do that, right? It's so strange operating in this world uh, or in the space of people thinking um, or at least trying to draw lines around you um, and, and who you are. And I think also that has impacted some of my dating experiences um, as well. One of my friends and I recently discussed an article about why high-achieving women can struggle to be as successful in love as they are in their careers. Um, The gist of that article was that apparently we walk into relationships with what the writer, a modern dating coach, by the way, she called it masculine energy, which is a need to be forceful and in control. This is a principle that we apparently bring from our professional careers um, into our, you know, intimate personal lives, and this does not work. I will put the article in the show notes so you can have a read yourself and let me know what you think. I think what struck me about this article, while there were like threads of truths in it, was that it was yet another instructional manual of what women should do to accommodate men and their needs. And I barely see anything that actually challenges men or society as whole on their perception and mindset um, on, on things like this, right? And it just ends up feeling like an unwinnable battle or game for women. I, I would like to live in a world where that is different. Okay, now this is not all that's going on about uh, relationships and dating in my life. There are, for instance, practical reasons why this has been difficult for me, like the fact that I have had no stability in a while, moving countries three times in the last few years and fighting so many other battles. Um, This has meant that I did not really have actual time and mental space to invest in getting to know people. Some of it is just me being dumb about men, but I remain optimistic. Um, Let's see how it plays out, Um, I guess, in 2021 when I come back onto the field. I will share one more thing, though, that has been helping me process and navigate these complicated questions and circumstances of my life, and that is therapy. I must say, as a black African woman, this was a hard page for me to turn because, well, culturally, we do not tell random strangers our problems. But my earlier realization that I started uh, with of uh, how there's a conflict in my mind on this topic is actually because of therapy. And I highly encourage everyone to do it because it has definitely really helped me with some of my recurring questions in my life and thinking about, you know, the woman that I want to be. Quoting my faves, Lavi and Yvonne Auji, therapy is like cardio for your mind. So you should get into the habit of doing it as often as you like to exercise. I will close with this thought, which is about happiness. 
you know, in my last conversation with my mom on all things, well, marriage, partners and whatnot, I asked her to be invested in my happiness. And that means whatever it's going to look like. It may have a partner with kids. It may not. Um, there is my career. There's my friends. There's my entrepreneurship. There's so many things that I can, I have fulfillment from in my life. And I want to be able to enjoy them without any guilt that I am failing at something or most of all failing my parents. In conclusion, the answer to the question, can women really have it for me? It's actually yes. As long as we give ourselves the liberty to define what all means to us uh, individually and know that it's okay to go away from convention. And I would love society to move with us in this direction as well. Okay, that's it for me this week. Good luck out there, ladies. hope you all enjoyed that reflection session and thank you to my guest from last week Miele for inspiring what I shared with you all in this episode if you like what you heard go ahead and rate this podcast wherever you're listening to it from and share it with your network I'll be back next week with an interview with another badass woman of color for now I am your host Nancy be safe be empowered and stay inspired